Memoirs of a Victorian Detective. The events of October 1885 were amongst the most formative in my career. As Luke Constance and I all looked to our lives beyond the agency, the inspector embarked on one of the most macabre cases we had yet faced. Behold the sacrifice! With its blood we shall honour the Dark Lord and hasten his return. Blessed be his wrath! The blood flows, the spirit ascends. Up, up, up! And now he comes to us. The time of his arrival is nigh! What the blazes is going on in here? Why are you all... Is, is that a dead... Constance, what did the inspector tell you about summoning the Dark Lord in the drawing room? Uh, put a cloth down or you'll stain the floor. Is that the last of them? Yes, yes, that's it. All packed. I know it's a big leap, but it's for the best. Just think, our own place at last. I can't wait. Morning, ladies. All ready for the off? Yes. Are you and Luke finished clearing out the lab? Certainly are. Wait till you see the place. All the latest gadgets. More space than we know what to do with. Bliss. What's in the crate? More equipment? Sorry I'm late. Blood sacrifice. A what? Summoning Satan or raising the dead? Satan, I think. Which means it must be... Pokernight. Eh? Constance always makes a sacrifice before a big game. I didn't know she was superstitious. She's not. She just likes having an excuse. Morning, all. <clears throat> How goes the mass exodus? Oh, don't call it that. Oi, brainy bollocks! You ruined my ritual! Big game coming up, is it? The biggest. We've assembled the highest of underworld high rollers for a no-limits game this very afternoon. The pot will be somewhere in the region of half a million. Wow. Yep. So all we need to do is cheat the lot of them, pocket the cash, and it's off to the tropics to retire! You sure that's wise? Big sharks like them don't like being messed with. By the time they know what's hit them, we'll be well away. Oh, uh, what's going on in here? Have I missed something? Not at all. We've come to give you a little goodbye present. Indeed we have. Ta-da! It's one of those new telephone things. You'll have a direct line to Scotland Yard. No more telegrams. It's fantastic, isn't it, Inspector? Uh, uh, handsome gadget, yes, for certain. <laughs> Mind you... It's not goodbye, not really. We'll be seeing you here from time to time, I'm sure. Of course. But all the same, as circumstances are changing, it seemed right to mark the occasion. Oh, a very kind thought, Luke. Now, I really must be on my way. Duty calls. I shall see you all soon. Good morning. You know, I'm no expert... In anything. But he seemed rather distracted. Perhaps he's in denial. He's never liked change and now we're all on the move. He'll be fine. Of course he will. Now then, our new lab awaits. Best of luck with the card game. Luck? <laughs> We've got better than luck. We've got six aces up each sleeve. Morning, Inspector. Y yes, morning, Mr Baker. Right, now then. <clears throat> Time to see what this trouble of Cornelius is all about. Brother mine. The matter upon which I beg your assistance is of the utmost secrecy. No one else must know of this business, not even your trusted colleagues, and especially not the Welsh one. In recent months, the machinations of a criminal mastermind have come to my attention. A blackmailer is at work, targeting senior politicians, 
civil servants and holders of high office. Already some £100,000 has been paid for his silence on issues threatening worldwide scandal. But his demands grow ever greater. His knowledge of such secrets indicates a traitor is at the heart of our establishment. Many victims are too frightened or too embarrassed to discuss the matter. However, I have enlisted two unfortunate targets who are willing to help locate him. My involvement must be at a distance, for fear he is someone close to my own office. I beg of you, brother mine, for the good of England herself, find him, and soon. Unbound Theatre presents Inspector Murder Inspects, created by Dario Knight and Gareth Johnson. Episode 5, A Red Herring. Right, that's the last case. You're all set. Onwards to the lab then, Gav? You head over now. I'll help Laura and Adelaide get these inside. Join you later. As you wish. Cheerio. Thank you, Luke. It's very kind of you to help with the move. Ah, at least I can do. Why do I have to help? So we can spend some quality time with you before you disappear overseas to escape a criminal gang. Plus you've got the biggest biceps, so get lifting. Fine. Drop everything in the hall. We'll sort through it when we... What the blazes? Nice neighbourhood you're moving into. Over there. He's trying to get away. After him. Laura, just leave him. You'll get hurt. Come on, we best follow. Come back here. Nearly got you. Yes. Oh, blimey, you're heavier than you look. Now, why did... Hold on a minute, I know you. No, you don't. Get off me. Tall, long beard, scar on the left cheek... You were the gunman on the roof the day Adelaide arrived at the agency. One of the post office burglars. I ain't robbed no post office. Evidently, they were all caught. So why the pot shot? Orders is orders. Whose orders? Uh, Didn't reckon he'd use me again after I missed the first time. But he says you and your lot have had one lucky escape too many. Once the job finished. My lot? Who sent you? The day you find out. You won't live long enough to tell anyone. Nobody ever does. Excellent work, Laura. Blimey, he's a bit of a surly-looking one, isn't he? I don't know. I like a man with a beard. And scarring. Shows they can put up with a bit of forceful role-play. I think we'd better get him to Scotland Yard, for his own safety as well as ours. Mind you, he's a big chap. Constance, you'll have to assist from a distance. Fine. Then I'm off to my poker game. I'll come too. No, get back in the house and stay indoors where it's safe. But if we've caught him, then... Do as I say! Sorry. It's fine. Where will you...? I've got some questions that need answering. I'll be back soon, I promise. I'll get everything ready for the party tonight. You'll all be there, won't you? Of course. You better have enough booze! Even if they moved into a brewery, there wouldn't be enough for you. Right then, let's get this one to the yard. It's good of you to talk to me, Professor Wallace. I didn't want to, but your brother was most insistent. I must say it's a privilege to see inside the Royal Institution. Luke always spoke most fondly of his time here. Mm. I trust Dr. Fecluse is keeping well. Indeed he is. In fact, he's setting up business with another fellow of yours, Dr. Royston Smith. Royston? Doesn't ring a bell. I gather he'd been rather estranged from this place before he and Luke linked up. 
Still, um, to the matter of blackmail. Shh! Please, Inspector. Your brother assured me you'd be discreet. Uh, yeah, but of course. Uh, now, I believe you are yet to pay the fees demanded of you by this blackmailing blackguard. I will not be intimidated by false accusations. Indeed. Um, if I might see the letter he sent. Why should that be important? I've told you I'm being targeted. Isn't that enough? Well, in cases of blackmail, one never knows what clues may be hidden in the missive. Hmm. Fine. Here. Now then, uh, let's see. Blimey. <laughs> Ooh. Well, that's a bit... By the saints! With a mackerel? And three oysters? Sorry, Professor Scollop. Wallop. Wallace. Give me that. It's all a complete fabrication. I don't trout it. Doubt it. Ah, the letter was delivered by hand in the early hours. No witnesses. It instructs that the money should be left under a bush in Russell Square. I shall not comply. You'd rather hake the risk of exposure. I mean... If you've quite finished. Yes, sorry. You've been most helpful, Professor. I shall lake my leave to complete my canalysis. And if I need to ask you anything further, then I shall return. Should you receive any more letters, you must let me know at the earliest opportunity. Feel free to approach me at any time you pike. The schooner the batter, so that I can trawl her through the evidence, then mull it over. Rest assured, I'll not tell another soul. That aside, I will be intense once I've netted the flounder. Flounder. Damn it! Get out! Freedom and ball, boys! Four of a kind! Not again! That's wiped me out. Constance and I could bankroll you for another hand. No way, Russ. You've had your lot from me. If I didn't know better, I'd say you two were scheming. You wouldn't be trying anything illegal now, would you? I'm yanking your bollocks. <laughs> it's Jim you want to worry about. Reckons he's got friends in high places now, ain't ya? Jim? You sly dog. You kept that quiet. Tell us more. It's nothing. Got himself a copper giving him info. High ranking and all. Belt up. You've done well enough out of it. I gave you the tip off about the Albert Road job. That came from him. Pity he didn't clue you in about them being wise to Jolly's gun running ring. Might have saved him a jail term. So then, Russ. You caught this fiery redhead of yours at last? You what? He's told us all about you. Followed you around for weeks after he twigged you was behind the whiskey robberies. And may I say, those was immaculate work. You mean you knew about that before we met? Well... And you didn't bloody say anything after we got kidnapped? Kidnapped? I just... I just like being in your company, is all. <laughs> Bloody pansy. Soft as a cushion, that's Russ. Why do you keep calling him Russ? Nickname. Short for Thesaurus. On account he keeps changing his name every time he starts up a new scheme. Can't keep the same one on account of all the people after him. Likes a double cross, does our Russ. Never known his real name, have we, Jim? Still, Teddy Russell. I reckon we've rubbed off on him. Yes, well, uh, now we've cleaned you out, I think we'll gather our winnings and go. <clears throat> Shall we? Right you are, Russ. Here, 
What's those on your chair? She's been sitting on a load of cards. Hey, you have been swindling us, you cheating little... Leggett! I'm very grateful for this, Detective. Not at all, Miss Norder. I'm happy to help. Are you sure you're up to this, though? You really ought to rest. I will when I've put my mind at ease. That gunman knew a lot more than he was saying. And I think I'm beginning to understand what he was referring to. Uh, what do you mean? He said we'd escaped one time too many recently. You say he'd tried to shoot you and Miss Vaughan shortly after she arrived at the agency? That was the start of it. You recall the matter of Luke's bread slicing device? Oh, yes, when your housekeeper hijacked a hot air balloon. Lumsden and Geoffrey tried to kill Luke and Edwin so they could claim the invention as their own. Then there was the business at the distillery. Aitchison kidnapped Constance and Teddy and then tried to kill them when he got the tip-off about Constance stealing his goods. After this morning, I'm starting to suspect the cases are connected. Sounds like something out of a penny dreadful to me. All the same, I'd like to see if I can find out more in case there's still some danger out there. I'd hoped I could speak to Aitchison first, if I may. I'm afraid that won't be possible. He's been moved to the hospital wing. Took ill late last night. Hospital's a bit drastic, isn't it? You didn't see the state of his cell. Appears something he ate strongly disagreed with him. Claimed his insides were burning. He's in no fit state to talk, I'm afraid. Another time, then. What about Lumsden and Geoffrey? Are they being held here? They were, yes. Where are they now? Solitary confinement. Got involved in a brawl last week. Took a fair old beating. I can still speak to them, though. You can certainly try, but I'm not sure they'll be able to speak to you. Had their tongues sliced and their teeth smashed out. Perhaps they could write their answers on a... And their fingers snap like matches. Oh. Well, I was also hoping to speak to the man who led the raid on the post office where Adelaide worked. A man named Bradley, I think? Yes. What's happened to him? Tripped over in the exercise yard. Concussed. You know what this means? Our safety record's in for a beating, so to speak. It means someone's targeting witnesses. What? All the people who knew about the recent attacks on the agency, they're being silenced. Well, I suppose it is a bit of a coincidence. It's a conspiracy. Aitchison poisoned, Lumsden, Geoffrey and Bradley all beaten. That just leaves the assassin from the rooftop. Where's he being held? In here. Bloody hell. Oh my God, his neck! Someone's throttled him. Fetch help. <coughs> he's alive. Davies, he's conscious. Help's coming, but I need you to tell me, who did this to you? Save me from him. From who? He's here. Even here. He'll kill me for failing. Here we are, Gov. Our new digs. Just think of the things we'll dream up in a flashy gaff like this. It's a... it's very clean, isn't it? Sterile, even. Well, shouldn't a lab be sterile? Oh, yes, of course. But, you know, the old chemical stain or scorch mark seared into the wall gives the place character. This the last box to come in? Just a few mementos from the old place. Framed photos, past case files, my old Persian rug. Oh. What's the matter? There's a stain on it. Must be one of your chemical burns. Doesn't look like a burn. Bright red, whatever it is. We can get it cleaned. Now then, just look at all this new gear. We've got a brand new condenser. Ooh. Whoops. Easily replaced. What about these Bunsen burners? Ah, these look nice and robust. Butterfingers. Maybe you should play it safe with the microscope. Of course. Well, that shouldn't happen. Fear not, Gav. With a mind like yours, we'll soon get ourselves to the forefront of innovation and criminal detection. 
We'll even trump those half-wits at Scotland Yard. Well, that's a bit harsh. Well, they've been no use lately, have they? They weren't exactly prompt helpers when Lumsden was after us. Very true. And they wouldn't help Miss Vaughan when she needed protection either. Come to think of it, they were a heck of a distance behind us on Aitchison's gun-running activities. On the back foot every time. Just goes to prove how quickly this new setup of us will start paying dividends. Now, let's get cracking. Absolutely. Remind me to take out some insurance before the end of the week. For us as well as the building. Yeah, here you are, Inspector. The note. Thank you, Superintendent. Uh, complete gibberish, of course. Accusing me of tampering with evidence. <laughs> Half the cases he mentions there weren't even from my department. Fantasy. The lot of it. Oh, I see the uh, drop-off point for the money was in Hyde Park. Significant, do you think? Um, not in and of itself, no. Superintendent Norton, trouble in the cells, sir. You need to double security. Laura! Inspector, what are you doing here? Come to investigate the shooting as well? Shooting? Someone took a shot at Adelaide and I this morning. Good heavens! We're both fine, but there's something suspect going on. Miss Norder here apprehended the culprit, though I'm afraid there's been an accident in his cell. I'll be right there. Who's this Adelaide, then? A new employee of yours? In a manner of speaking, Miss Vaughan first came to me for protection. She witnessed the Crompton Road robbery months back. The culprits were trying to arm her. Vaughan, you say? Don't remember that name from the file? You mean you weren't working the case? The superintendent and I were on another investigation south of the river at the time. Oh, yes. Hence the uh, refusal to grant my request for a guard. Resources are always stretched, Inspector. You of all people know that. Uh, surely we could have spared one, Officer Davies. After all, the Inspector was one of our own once. Well, I, I didn't think. I, I wasn't sure how. She asked Scotland Yard for help before she came to us, as it happens. I gather she was sent on her way and told to remain vigilant. And now you don't even remember her name. She's quite safe now, though, I trust. No harm done? Other than this shooting. Speaking of harm, sir, the cells? Yes, yes. Well, Inspector, I hope that letter will be of use to your investigation. Out of interest, if he should make contact again, what do you recommend I... Uh... I suggest you remain vigilant, Superintendent. <laughs> Good day. All right, Laura, what's going on? Some sort of cover-up. There's been a series of attacks on prisoners held at the yard, all of them witnesses to cases where we've been the ones in danger. What? Aitchison, Lumsden, the post office robbery. They're linked. Someone's targeting the agency and shutting up anyone who might lead us to the culprit. Well, I'll be damned. Where are the others? Adelaide's at the flat, Luke and Edwin are at their lab, and Constance and Teddy are fundraising for an overseas retirement at a poker game. Oh, yes, that explains the smell of rotting flesh in the sitting room this morning. But never mind. Go and check on them. I have a case of my own to investigate. Then I'll join you later and we'll compare notes. Just be careful. Whoever's behind all of this could be after you too. Oh, don't worry about me. Fierce fiends have tried and failed. I know, but all the same, remain vigilant. I'll see you later. Well then, <clears throat> two conspiracies in one day. Oh, I wonder. Me. My lungs feel like a jockey's coin purse after a steeplechase. 
think we've lost them. <gasps> so come on then. What's all this about following me around before we met? I told you I was an admirer of your work. I was hoping if I kept a close proximity, we might have a chance to meet. Hmm. Usually I can tell when some nosy little snot gobbler's trying to stalk me. Stalking? Hardly. Anyway, it's just as well I did, or you'd have had no help escaping that little ambush. Speaking of which, how come those two losers back there knew the whiskey bloke was called Jolly? You called him that before he got locked up, and he mentioned you owing him for a poker game? Was he part of your little bollock-brained boys' brigade? And if they knew about his barrel full of guns, then how come... There they are! Shit! Where now? Girlie's new place. We'll lie low at that party she's throwing. Hooray! <laughs> Welcome to your new home, ladies. I'm sure you'll make many happy memories together here. Somebody get me a whiskey. What happened to you two? Poker game. Went awry. On the run. Well, look at that. Our new home's first link with London's underworld. I'll drink to that. Here, where's PC Piss Twizzle? I'm sure he'll be here soon. How was he when you saw him at Scotland Yard? Still distracted. He was worried about the gunman, of course, but there was something else. I don't know. He, he looked almost haunted. Speaking of the Yard, what's this big news you've got to share, then? Your telegram sounded a bit ominous. It was the witnesses. The gunman seemed to know about all of the near scrapes we've had this year. Aitchison, Lumsden, the post office mob... And it turns out all of them, each and every one, has been attacked since they were arrested. Someone's trying to silence them. From saying what exactly? No idea. But it's got to be connected to the agency. The other worrying thing is how someone's getting to them when they're supposedly under lock and key. You ought to ask Teddy's little bench mates. Constance? Now's not really the... One of them reckons he's got a bent copper giving him tip-offs. Proper big wig and all. That's awful. We need to report him. Yes. I'm aware this isn't the done thing to say in front of a detective, but there is meant to be honour amongst thieves. Poppycock. It's like you were saying, Edwin. Scotland Yard need to pull their socks up. Told you. How so? Think about the last few times we've had dealings with them. They knew all about the robberies that led to Constance getting kidnapped, but didn't act on it until after she'd been taken. And that Aitchison bloke reckoned someone had tipped him off. Your pal Jim, do you reckon? Oh, Constance. They were so far out of the loop of Lumsden's scheme with the patent office, they offloaded the fire to us instead of figuring it out for themselves. Then before that, they refused to help Miss Vaughan when she was being pursued by the robbers, and she was almost killed. Oh, that sent a shiver right up my spine. Must be a coincidence, mustn't it? Laura? All those witnesses. Someone had to know what linked them. Had to know about us. Someone on the inside. I need to check something. What about the party? I'll be back soon. Stay here where it's safe. Whatever you say. Pass the champers! Laura, I won't allow it. Luke! You can't keep going out on your own. We may not be under the same roof anymore, but we're still a team. So what is it? You've worked out who attacked the prisoners? Tell us! I think I know what's been happening. Not just the attacks, but a frightening number of other things too. I know who's behind it. And I'm sorry, Luke, I really am. But it's someone we know all too well. I'm back! Laura, Luke, Con... Oh, of course. It... Flown the nest. Yeah, just me. Oh. 
Oh. Bugger, I was meant to be at that party, wasn't I? Evening, Inspector. Watkins! Oh, this is a pleasant surprise. <laughs> Dr. Vaucluse asked me to keep an eye on the place now that he and Miss Norder aren't around. Water plants, pop your slippers in front of the fire, that sort of thing. Well, that's very kind of you, Watkins. Yeah, that said, uh, how did you get in? I, I don't recall giving you a key. Be telling a lie if I said I entered that band at picking locks. Yes, uh, I'll overlook it on this occasion. There's a letter for you on the side. Hand delivered. Hmm, yeah, could be a Cornelius again. You ought to tell him about this new telephone of yours. Could save him a lot of paper. Good grief. The, the, the handwriting, it, it's the blackmailer. Yes, I've been waiting for this. <laughs> yeah, where's that map of London? Oi, I just tidied those. Never mind that, Watkins. We could be about to crack a case. Someone's been trying to con the great and the good out of huge sums of money. Too right. Now then, Professor Wallace's drop-off was Russell Square, Superintendent Norton's was Hyde Park, and mine the Embankment Gardens. And the midpoint between the three is... Ha-ha! There! I reckon I've found the spider at the centre of Webb Watkins. What's this bloke blackmailing you for, then? Um, gross incompetence in the line of duty. <sighs> the very idea. Yeah. Watkins, I'll need backup. Deliver this message and tell them it's urgent that they come to this address. Understood? Right, you are, Inspector. Good man. Now. Time to go hunting. Are you sure young Miss Norder won't mind us slipping away? She's set to stay put. Since when did you do as you were told? Oh, I don't mind obeying orders once in a while, if they're given very, very firmly. Have you got something in your eye? Not at all. Why are you winking, then? My hotel's only two streets away. Fancy a swift nightcap? There it goes again. Look, Constance, given we're planning on disappearing into the tropics together, I did assume you might, you know, pick up on my gentlemanly signals. Oh. Yes. You mean? Yes. You want a quick bang back at your place? Wink. I'd have put it rather more poetically, but that's the thrust of it, so to speak. <sighs> Come on, then. Damn it. Come in. Good evening, Detective. Miss Norder, what brings you here so late? It's awfully bad timing, though I'm afraid. I've just been called out on a case. Is this about the attacks in the cells? Have you got a lead? More than that, I have a suspect. Really? Well, if I weren't in such a rush, I'd be glad to hear it. We've had no luck questioning the other inmates. Perhaps you can leave the details on my desk and I'll... You'll want to hear about this, Detective. Whatever the case is, I'm sure it's not more serious than a traitor in Scotland Yard. What? You recall the business with Aitchison some months back? The wronger who kidnapped your housekeeper, yes. Constance said Aitchison maintained someone had tipped him off that she was behind the robberies of his whiskey. And when we detained him, he claimed he'd been set up in some way. As though he was tricked into kidnapping Constance so that his own crimes would be discovered. Oh, the feeble protest of a guilty man, surely. Oh, there's no doubt he was a criminal. Gun smuggling and peddling dodgy merchandise. But why was he set up? Who was to gain from it? Who else knew? The Yard had heard of the whiskey robbery, certainly. But only the person taking deliveries of the guns would know about the smuggling. 
yet. Suppose they too knew Constance was behind the robberies. Just like Aitchison, they'd be scared the thefts would bring the police too close to the distillery where the guns were hidden. So, what if they convinced Aitchison to kidnap Constance in order to get her out the way? Then they decide to double-cross Aitchison and tip off the police about the robberies, just as the kidnapping's taking place. So, Aitchison gets carted off for the kidnapping and the gunrunner nabs the weapons before the police look any further. They get the goods for free and Aitchison can't say anything for fear of incriminating himself even further. It certainly sounds like a devious plot. Doesn't it? Only the theory falls apart when you consider that they wouldn't have long to get hold of the weapons after Aitchison was arrested and the police began looking into the distillery. That's where I drew a blank. A shame. Until I found out about the injured witnesses. You'll agree only someone from inside the prison could be responsible? Of course. Our security is faultless. More or less. So it was another inmate? Perhaps one planted there to take the others out? That's the theory we're pursuing. Only, earlier this evening, I was informed by a reliable source that there's a traitor in the yard. Someone feeding top-secret information to underworld criminals. So what if the attacker isn't a prisoner, but the prison guard? That's quite the accusation, Miss Norder. Are you... And what if the same officer is the person who set up Aitchison? Because a criminal wouldn't have time to collect the guns after the arrest too great a risk of being caught, but if the traitor was a police officer, they'd have first dibs. Why were you at the distillery that day, Detective? I I was following up reports of the robberies. Petty theft is a bit of a trivial concern for someone of your rank, isn't it? Given that some months previously you were too busy to attend to Adelaide when those post office robbers were attempting to kill her. That was an unfortunate business, of course it was, but... But then it struck me that if the self-same officer who was profiting from the gun running had anything to do with the police office raid, say, if they were in league with the robbers for a cut of the hall, then they'd want to make sure any witnesses were silenced rather than protected. Handy, then, when the inspector requested formal help and told them exactly where to send the assassin. Miss Norder. And then there's Lumsden and his lackey Jeffrey. Another member of the inspector's agency in danger, and as Luke has theorised, another investigation Scotland Yarn seemed keen not to follow. And who set us on to it? I was offering you paid work as you'd requested. I had When no... we were on the cusp of solving it at Geoffrey's office, you didn't want to search it, did you? There was no warrant. Let me guess. You were in for a percentage of Lumsden's profits from his stolen inventions as well? No. You were happy to keep the case away from the Yard's attention by offloading it onto us. But you hadn't counted on us solving it so quickly, had you? Just as you'd not expected us to be at the distillery when you came to take the guns away. And how you didn't expect Adelaide to come to us for help when you refused her. All to cover up your links with every two-bit criminal at large in London. And when they all failed and got themselves caught, you had to silence them before they gave you away. Miss Norder, you are a capable investigator with a brilliant mind, but this is ridiculous. He can't be trusted. That's what Aitchison said when he was dragged away. I'd never have imagined he meant you. How could you? I didn't. I'm innocent. Who else could have done it? You knew about Adelaide and Lumsden and Aitchison. You had access to the cells. You're the only link. And what else are you up to? Where is it you're meant to be going now? Another setup? Another assassin? Well? I have a summons to answer. No, stop! Let me go. You don't understand. Superintendent Norton! I'm sorry, Miss Norder. It'll all make sense soon, I promise. Damn it. What's going on in here? Davies. You need to go after him. Nobody's safe.
Here you go. Coco hot off the Bunsen burner. Thank you. Our Laura and Adelaide know how to throw an eventful shindig, that's for sure. Who'd have thought it? Davies of the Yard as bent as a fork. I've known him for years. He came up through the ranks with the inspector. A traitor? After all this time? Let's hope she managed to cuff him at Scotland Yard before he could do any more harm. We should have gone with her. She'll have managed. A shame the inspector wasn't around. Mind you, he'd have only gotten in the way. What do you mean? Oh, come on, Gav. I know you and he go way back, but you've got to admit, whatever brains he had as a detective ain't there now. The man's a walking disaster. Like something out of a musical routine. He's not that bad. Then how come he didn't figure out Davies was behind everything then? From what you've said, he ought to know the bloke better than anyone. What are you suggesting? It's like the old royal institution. Establishments look after their own. Edwin? No! What's that noise? The telephone. Oh, what a racket. It'll never catch on. Perhaps it's the inspector. Ah, good thinking. Inspector? Laura? Has he been detained? What? Oh, heavens, are you all right? Y yes, of course. Do you need us to... Uh... Yes. Y y yes, I will. Stay safe. What happened? Davis fled when she confronted him. He knocked her down on the way. She's all right. One of the officers is taking her home, but... Davis, I don't believe it. Let's hope he's not headed after us to finish the job. We've had enough upset these last few months. Yes, we have. All of us. One after the other. I wonder where a corrupt Bobby flees to when he's been found out. Now then, let's see if I was right. <laughs> yeah, not exactly a lavish arrangement given all the money he's extorted. <laughs> so where are you hiding? Aha, yeah, beginner's error. <laughs> Never leave a light on when you're keeping a low profile. And definitely not when your office door's got a ruddy great gap on the bottom. Still, you've had your fun. Don't move. Yeah. My name is Inspector Murderer and I'm here to inspect an empty room. Bugger. Oh, then again, I mean, odd choice of decor. <laughs> Who papers the walls with news cuttings? <laughs> Reminds me of Constance's crime scrapbook. Every felony she's ever committed is in there. <laughs> A prosecutor's fantasy. <sighs> I'll miss her when she's gone. Hold on. That clipping's about Constance. Uh, local woman drinks pub out of business. Who'd keep an article about that? <laughs> uh, what's this one? Scientist apologises for decimating blackbird population. Why, that was... That was Luke and his scarecrow. I, imposter hotelier unmasked. Society assassin jailed. But these... These are all about the agency. By the stars, the, the, the entire bloody room. Of course. It had to be you. Your story just didn't add up, did it? Brother mine. I'm so sorry. What's the meaning of all this? I mean, articles, photographs, police files. What are you doing, Cornelius? Not me. The blackmailer? He's got something on all of us. Knows all of our secrets. He made me... 
made me summon you. Penzance. The gun really was for me. You said he'd burn my father if I killed you. You were meant to be alone. The others? They should have been dead by now. The assassin? But he came for Adelaide. He came for Miss Norder. And Luke, what of... Oh, hell, Lumsden, of course. And, and then he sent Aitchison to get rid of Constance. Still, they were foiled on every front. And you <laughs> didn't have the nerve. Why summon me so far? I mean, why Penzance? Away from London. Somewhere nobody had heard of you. And a place where those who had wouldn't think to look. But when the others turned up, I knew I'd have to think again. It would be too obvious it was me. What about on the cliff tops? I mean, you could have let me fall. <laughs> let fate take the credit? No, it had to be by my hand. Those were his orders. But I couldn't do it. Not with them there. So he told me to give you the lead on the blackmail case. And blow his own operation? He says he's earned all he wants in the arrangement. He was happy to jack it all in to lure you here. Apart from me. And not let me go until I... Until I finish the job. The others are still safe. And Laura's already onto the link between the attacks. You, you won't get away with this. I don't have a choice. He said... He said you had to be broken first. Before you. Before I. That's what all of this is, is it? A whole room full of some demented stalker's obsession laid out to scare me. To show me this shady menace has got dirt on me as well. The file on the desk. It's all in there. But first, he said I was to give you this. It can't be. I'm back. At last. I was so worried. What happened? He got away, but the police are following him. I telephoned Luke from the yard and sent a message to Constance. Come on, you need to sit down. All this stress, you must be in knots. I know it's foolish to expect a quiet life when you solve crimes for a living, but it's never felt so close to home. We run around, we dash into trouble, but it's always seemed so... safe in the past. When did it change, I wonder? All these lucky escapes... Luck's the thing I don't understand. If Davies has been corrupt all this time, why are we only just realising now? You need to take your mind off of it. Look, I've made a start unpacking, and I found this envelope in the bureau. The old tenants left it behind. It's addressed to us. Probably a bill. Huh. It's a piece of music. Ode to Change. Will you play it? You can christen the new piano. Might as well. Pass it over. Here we are, my boudoir. Bit chintzy, isn't it? Who needs this many tassels? Best close your eyes then and let me <clears throat> set to work. No offence, love, but I've snapped bigger men than you in half. Damn it. What is it? Fiddlegram. Eh? Fiddlegram. Like a telegram, except people send music to one another instead of messages. Hey, you soppy crotch sponge. What next? Roses and chocolates? This isn't my doing. Who sent you? Don't leave a name. Just sent me to do a quick tune for room 104. Want me to play it? Meh. 
puts off the inevitable, I suppose. There's some quality gear in these cupboards. Can't believe the old tenants left so much equipment behind, eh, Gal? Gal? What are you doing? Looking for my case notes. Something about this Davis theory doesn't add up. He can't have known Adelaide would come to the inspector, or that my inventions would be targeted by Lumsden and Geoffrey. All of those cases, the, the post office, the bread slicer, the distillery, it's not Davis that links them. It's us. Bit late for a social call. Might be Laura. I'll get it. Oh. Nobody there. Silly time to be playing. Hold on. What is it? Someone left a wax cylinder on the floor. Blimey, this rug of mine really isn't a sorry state. Just look at... There's a phonograph here. Should we set it up? Maybe it's a welcome message. Trust a fellow boffin to find a fancy way to make contact. Yes. Yes, all right, let's give it a whirl. gave you this, Cornelius? Hmm? Tell me. The file on the desk. It's all in there. Where did you... That's... But he... Oh, my soul. No. I've got to find the inspector. But it's the middle of the night. I've made a mistake. He needs to know. Laura, you mustn't. I... I can't let you. Elion, what's the problem? I must go. I won't be long. Gov, this is madness. Davies is still on the loose. And Davies isn't the danger. Edwin, it's much worse than that. This is too bloody weird. I'm off. Constance, dearest, please. Pay up then, Russ. Russ? You mean you do know him? Is he another one of your poker pals? Constance, permit me to explain. This is sick. I mean, where did you get this? Not me. Him. It's not just the high and mighty he's been blackmailing. Some he wanted money from, and others he demanded their service. First, Miss Ball. Adelaide, let go of me. I, I can't. What's the matter? What's going on? The music. I'm so sorry. Dawn, you say. Don't remember that name from the bar? The post office, you... She was never there. After her, Dr. Royston Smith. Edwin, get away from the door. I can't. I'm sorry, Gov, but I can't. The cylinder. He's given the order. What order? You mean, you know that tune? Royston? <laughs> Doesn't bring about. Royal Institution had never heard of him. Then came Mr. Rust. Getting sick of you, Teddy boy. You better not be trying to scam me. Oh, it's rather worse than that, sweetness. I'm afraid I've been a rather naughty boy. Don't trust him! Don't trust him! Aitchison was trying to warn us. All three of them. Liars. 
And then there's you. Adelaide, he gave me no choice. He sent me to you. Oh, I see it now. All those lucky escapes and near misses. They started with you. Sorry, my dear. It pains me. Really, it does. But what the boss wants, the boss gets. Even if it means another little act of betrayal. Another? Wait. The tip-off Aitchison got about the whiskey. It was you! You double-crossing little shit! Oh, no. Not you. I'm sorry to do this, Garth, but if I don't, well, he'd rip me apart. I failed once. I can't do it again. I was right. The link was us. All of us meeting someone new, and every time... Assassins. One for each of them. All assumed names, of course. You must have spotted the pattern. Teddy Russell. You should have drowned in that barrel, but Aitchison couldn't resist watering down the goods, could he? Swine. I'm going to enjoy sticking the boot into you, boyo. Adelaide Bourne. I was supposed to get you outside so the man on the roof could... could... Stop, Adelaide, please. And Edmund Royston Smith. I got bloody close the first day in the lab. And then that Burke Lumsden bodged the entire thing. It was your idea I go to him. It was a trap. T-R-A-V and E-R-S. <sighs> Travers. You failed them, brother mine. He wanted you to know that before the end. You swore you'd protect them and you welcomed their killers with open arms. No. Cornelius, you, you don't have to do this. I can help. You can't bargain with the devil. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Inspector Murder Inspects was created by Dario Knight and Gareth Johnson. It starred Alistair Sanderson as the Inspector, Emily Pugh as Laura, Joe Pratt as Constance, and Andrew Faber as Luke, with Stephanie Hull as Adelaide, Gareth Johnson as Edwin, Andrew Shaw as Teddy, Philip Donnelly as Cornelius, David Alt as Detective Davies, Erica Sanderson as Watkins, TJ Lee as Wallace, Archie Wilson as Norton, John North as The Messenger, Pete Benson as The Assassin, Robert Aldington as Frank, and Stephen J. Davies as Jim. Music was by Kevin MacLeod and Matt Black, and editing by Gareth Johnson. It was produced and directed by Dario Knight for Unbound.